Hey, what's going on? My name is Russ and I am a passionate dividend investor who is a welder and well on my way to a net worth of $1 million. And in this video right here for you, I have 10 fast growth dividend stocks to put on your radar. Why? Well, because the best time to buy a stock is when it's undervalued, because when it's undervalued, you have a greater margin of safety and less risk in owning that stock. So again, these are just to put on your radar. You're gonna have to do a little bit of due diligence to see if they might be right for your portfolio. We're gonna move really quickly through these. So always remember that you can pause the video to look a little bit more closely if you want to. And we'll be using Simply Safe Dividends because it has a really beautiful layout of 10 years worth of data. And as Warren Buffett likes to say, we wanna look at 10 years to get a more complete picture of what's been going on with the business. And then we'll get you an intrinsic value from alphaspread.com. And please don't forget to share with the community below which of these you might be interested in, which of them you may already own, and what is your favorite undervalued stock right now? And away we go. First up, we have a company that I'm very familiar with, which is LK. They sell replacement parts and accessories for cars and specialty vehicles, and they offer a wide range of products, including body parts, engines, brakes, and more, primarily in North America and Europe. Now, remember, this is through simplysafedividends.com. You have four people over at Simply Safe given these safety scores, so they score it at 70, which is safe. 10% fast dividend growth rate. Looks like they just started paying that dividend around 2020, from what I can tell here paying $1.10 per share per year. Looks like they're going to be due for another raise here in the month of September. That dividend yield is 12% above the five-year average. And always remember that we're not buying the past. We're buying the future with dividend stocks, with any stocks really. But it does present a nice point of reference to see that it is above their five-year average. I love it. They have a very low free cash flow payout ratio of 28%. The free cash flow per share of 391 can easily cover the dividend. Dividend. Sales growth is dropping just a little bit. Shares outstanding. They have been buying back shares down to 270 million. Sales are up and to the right. Really nice margins for LKQ. And when we look at their net debt to capital, it's only 37%. So it is pretty, pretty low. And then popping over to Alpha Spread, we get an intrinsic value on the base case. Remember, that's five years of flat growth. Flattish like a radish. $65. So 24% undervalued. And on the worst case, you buy here, you'd get, according to Alpha Spread, about a 1% margin of safety, $50.20 intrinsic value for LKQ. Skyworks Solutions is a California-based company that designs, manufactures, and sells semiconductor products used in various industries like aerospace, automotive, smartphones, and they are primarily in the United States. They get a dividend safety score of 68. Very fast, 15% five-year CAGR for Skyworks. Not to be confused with Skynet, currently paying $2.72 per share. They just had a dividend increase, and that dividend yield is 56% above their five-year average. Free cash flow payout ratio is only 28%, super duper low. Really nice free cash flow per share of $13.50 projected the next 12 months. Sales growth has been falling just a little bit, and it is nice to see that they have been buying back shares pretty consistently since 
2015. Sales are a little choppy, but did go up nicely in 2021. Very nice margins, super high free cash flow margin. That's really nice to see. And very low debt. Last 12 months, only 14% net debt. And alpha spread gives them an intrinsic valuation of $136, so about 29% undervalued on the base case. And a 1% margin of safety on the worst case. Intrinsic value, $97.66. Royal Bank of Canada, ticker RY, they go back to 1864 and they're one of the world's largest banks. The RBC has a focus on personal and commercial banking, investment banking, wealth management, and insurance, and they're known for their stability, and they have a long history of paying dividends and are considered one of the most resilient banks for dividend investors. We get a dividend safety score of 80 for the Royal Bank of Canada. Now looking at their dividend growth, 10% 20-year CAGR, which is just solid, uninterrupted dividend streak of 150. 53 years, currently paying $3.99 per share per year. And as of May of 2022, they've been raising that dividend twice a year. That dividend of 4.43% is 12% above their five-year average. We don't really look at free cash flow payout ratio for banks, as you can read the blurb there, but their earnings payout ratio is a little bit higher than Simply Safe likes to see it, but 48% is really not that bad. So a very solid earnings payout ratio for Royal Bank of Canada. Growing their earnings per share pretty nicely, I would say. And as we head down to look at the shares outstanding, they have been buying back their shares consistently since 2016. And total sales up and to the right, we do like to see that. So what's really nice about Simply Safe is how they point out the things that matter. So for a bank, a return on equity is really the most important thing to look at, whereas return on invested capital, free cash flow margin, things like this don't really apply or make sense to look at with a bank like you would for a company company like Skyworks. And alphaspread.com gives Royal Bank of Canada intrinsic value $132, about 32% undervalued on the base case and 8% undervalued on the worst case at $97.99, which they're currently at $89 at the recording of this video. BMO Bank of Montreal is a Canadian financial institution that offers a wide range of banking services, including personal and commercial banking investment advice, insurance, and more, primarily in North America. Checking out BMO on the SSD. They give a safety score of 70, dividend yield of 5%. Checking out their dividend growth, 8% 20-year CAGR, but check out their last full year raise, 28% dividend increase, 27 years uninterrupted dividend streak, currently paying $4.34 per share per year. Now their dividend yield is currently 19% above the five-year average. Again, remember free cash flow payout ratio isn't going to matter for a bank. Earnings payout ratio expected to be 46% the next 12 months. So that's really not that bad in my opinion. Now remember free cash flow payout ratio isn't going to matter for a bank. Next 12 months supposed to be about 46%, which is a smidge above the 40% that Simply Safe Dividends likes to see them at. Earnings per share, $12.90 expected over the next 12 months. Like a lot of banks, they've had issues as of late, but they're expected to have an 8 percent earnings per share growth next year. Now one thing to watch out for, they have been diluting shareholders just a bit. They were at 640 million shares outstanding in 2019, up to 700 million now. Sales have been going up into the right, but I would want to do a little bit of a deeper dive and know why they have been diluting shareholders. They have a 10 percent return on equity the last 12 months, and that is Bank of Montreal, which alpha spread gives
gives an intrinsic value that's 33% undervalued, $129 on the base case. Worst case, about 1% overvalued. Can call that about fair value at $85.99, which they are currently at $86.43 as of this recording. And then we got Kroger, which is a major retail company in the United States that dates back to 1883, and they operate stores selling groceries, pharmaceuticals, and apparel. And Simply Safe Dividends gives them a safety score of 71. Now do remember that they are pending a merger right now with Albertsons in a $25 billion deal, which they say that they need to go through so they could be able to compete with the likes of Amazon and Walmart. So I think it's going to go through, but that is yet to be seen. But if it does, it will only make them bigger and more competitive with those retail giants. 14% 10-year CAGRs is really, really high growth. 15% 5-year, 12% latest growth. 16 years uninterrupted and dividend growing streak that Kroger has paying $1.16 per share per year. Now that dividend is 20% above the five-year average. And their share price, check it out, doesn't move a lot. $49 on the high, $42 on the low. It's currently at $45, so kind of right in the middle. Super low free cash flow payout ratio, only 28%. I love to see that. Free cash flow per share, $4.08. Obviously, very easily covering that current dividend. So earnings per share growth and sale growth looks like in the last 12 months, it's been in the mid to low single digits. They are consistently buying back shares. Dude, they had over a billion shares outstanding in 2014, currently down to 725 million. Total sales, we like to see these going up and to the right. You'd love seeing the shares outstanding down and to the right and sales going up and to the right, which they are. Very nice margins for Kroger. They are just a very strong company. ROE and return on invested capital, both pretty, pretty nice for Kroger. Free cash flow margin, operating margin, those are just a little bit low. Grocers tend to have those razor thin margins, so there's no surprise there. I would say that is probably pretty much par for the course. Net debt a little bit high at 62%, but it has been coming down. Like to see that. And it's interesting that their interest coverage ratio, which means how many dollars of operating income do you have to cover every $1 of interest expense, they have $9.65 currently, which is going up and to the right. And it's interesting because as we see, the interest rates rising means that companies will have to pay more money to service the debt, which will lower their interest coverage ratio. But Kroger been going in the opposite direction. So pretty interesting to keep an eye on that. And alphaspread.com gives Kroger an intrinsic value of $68.95, 35% undervalued on the base. And on the worst case, you got about a 14% margin of safety. They give them an intrinsic value of $52.63. So looking like it could be a good time to pick up or start a position in Kroger. M&T Bank, ticker MTB. They're based in Buffalo, New York. They offer a wide range of banking services like retail and commercial banking, small business services, commercial lending, real estate loans, mortgage banking, and wealth management. And they date all the way back to 1856. Now, M&T Bank getting that magical dividend safety score of 99, and they have a 4.12% yield. Dividend growth looking nice, 8% 20-year CAGR, and they have 34 years uninterrupted dividends and a six-year dividend growth streak. Looks like from about 2008 to 2016, that dividend was frozen. Currently paying $5.20 per share per year. And M&T's dividend yield is 43% above the five-year average. Earnings payout ratio, remember for banks, 
banks, we're looking at the earnings payout ratio, 36% expected the next 12 months, which is still below the 40% that Simply Safe likes to see. Earnings per share has been going up and to the right. Last 12 months, they've had $16.40 of earnings per share. Sales growth though, check that out. 50% sales growth the last 12 months. That's pretty, pretty solid for M&T Bank. Although they are diluting as well. They had 129 million shares outstanding in 2021 and they're currently up to 171 million. But with that, their total sales are also going up and a return on equity of 12%, which looks pretty nice. Our friends at Alpha Spread give M&T Bank an intrinsic value of $196, which is about 36% undervalued on the base case. And if we go on the worst case, five years of that negative growth, we're getting about a 6% margin of safety undervaluation here, $133.92. NextEra Energy is a Florida-based company that generates, distributes, and sells electric power in North America, utilizing various sources like wind, solar, nuclear, coal, and natural gas with a significant focus on clean energy solutions serving millions of customers. All right, Next Era Energy with their natural gas has a dividend safety score. Again, that magical 99, very safe with a 2.73% yield. And they have fast dividend growth, 9% 20-year CAGR for an electric utility company is very nice. 27-year dividend growth streak. That means they are a dividend aristocrat. Remember, 25 years and being a member of the S&P 500. They're paying you $1.87 per share per year. And Next Era's dividend yield is 27% above their five-year average. And they are close to that 52-week low of $65. They're at $68 as of this recording. And because they are so capital-intensive, we don't really look at their free cash flow payout ratio. Instead, we use the earnings payout ratio for the utilities. 59%, that's low. Simply Safe likes to see below 75%, which they have crept up a little bit, but they're always in that pretty, pretty stable range as their earnings per share also just up and to the right. Beautiful, beautiful. They've had monstrous sales growth, 54% the last 12 months. Now they do issue shares, so they do a little bit of dilution, but that's from what I understand how they are funding their projects and what it takes to grow the business and keep that electricity and natural gas flowing, no beans needed. Return on equity of 14% and an operating margin very nicely of 34%. So those margins look nice. Net debt only 57%. So I think that looks pretty good for a utility. And if we pop on over to alphaspread.com, we see they have an intrinsic valuation of $119, which is about 43% undervalued on the base case and 32% undervalued 32% margin of safety according to alpha spread on the worst case for next era energy of $100 and they're currently trading at $68 so this is one we've had a lot of community members looking into and I would love to know your thoughts on next era energy and if this is a good point to get into it Eversource energy they're a public utility that's based in Springfield Massachusetts and they are engaged in the energy delivery business including electricity transmission 
distribution and distribution, natural gas distribution, and regulated water utilities, serving those customers with their natural gas in Connecticut, Massachusetts, and New Hampshire. So the fine, fine folks at Simply Safe Dividends give a safety score of 88 to Eversource Energy with their 4.26% dividend yield. 8% 20-year CAGR for that dividend growth. They raised it 5.9% in February of 2023. So 2024, February should be another increase. 23-year dividend growth streak, currently paying $2.70 annually per share. So Eversource's dividend is 49% above its five-year average, which is sky high. That PE is way down there, 14.3, paying $14.30 for every $1 of their earnings. And they are almost at a 52-week low as well. That earnings payout ratio, steady eddy in the low 60s, 61% expected in the next 12 months. Earnings per share, just like NextEra, just nice and up and to the right. Their earnings per share growth dropping off a little bit. It had historically been five to six looking like 3% going to be the next 12 months. Shares outstanding, they're diluting a little bit, but remember, not too much to worry with REITs and utilities. This is one of the way they fund projects and they grow the business to do what they have to do to keep these total sales going up and to the right like we see them doing. Their margins could be a little bit better, so a little bit weak on their margins here, but their net debt to capital, 61%, so right at that warm and fuzzy line of 60% that uh, Simply Safe would like to see them at or under. And according to our fine folks at Alpha Spread, their intrinsic value of $114. Currently, the price is about 45% undervalued. And then on the base case, we're looking at about a 26% margin of safety. So about $85. And the current share price is $63. Manpower Group, ticker MAN, is a global workforce solutions company based in Yahader, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, offering recruitment, assessment, training, outsourcing, and consulting services with a vast network of offices in 75 countries. Manpower gets a dividend safety score of 70 and they have a 3.98% dividend yield. 14% 20-year CAGR for Manpower. This is a company that is actually new to me as well. I would love to know if any of you out there have invested in this company or have done any kind of research into it, but they have 28 years of uninterrupted dividends. 12-year dividend growth streak. They raised that dividend 8.1% in May of 2023. They've been raising it very, very quickly, currently paying $2.94 per share per year. Now, they do pay that dividend semi-annually every June and December, but they have been raising it at a nice clip as we saw, $2.94 per share per year. And their dividend yield is currently 49% above that five-year average. Very low free cash flow payout ratio of only only 36% projected the next 12 months. Free cash flow per share of $5.95 easily covers that, what, $2.94 per share dividend. Earnings and sales have been going down, so we might want to be aware of that. But shares outstanding, currently $51.4 million when they had been at $80.7 million in 2014. Sales have been really choppy, and they're actually down total sales. They were $20 billion in 2013. They're at $19.2 billion last 12 months, so really flat on the sales for manpower. ROE and ROIC, both very nice margins in the mid to low teens. So operating margin looks like it has been in the 3 to 4% range since 2013. Free cash flow margin, it fluctuates between 2 and 5%. And not a lot of net debt, only 31%, but it has 
been creeping up when it was only at 8% in 2020 and popping on over to their intrinsic value, 56% undervalued at $167.27 on the base case. And on the worst case, we've got $117, so about 37% margin of safety according to alphaspread.com with their current price of $73.84. And then we have CVS Health, which offers a wide range of health services, including health insurance, pharmacy benefit management, retail drugstores, and healthcare clinics. Now, if you don't know, it looks like CVS is having some of their business dented by having Blue Cross Blue Shield taken away by Amazon. CVS currently a safety score of 90. Now, they had a frozen dividend from about 2016 to 2022, but they just did increase that dividend 10% in December of 2022. So that gives them a 16% 20-year CAGR. So it's still pretty quick, but we've seen problems with Walgreens and Dollar General and some of these other stores like that. So do keep an eye on them. They may struggle for a bit, I think, but 26 years of uninterrupted dividends, currently paying $2.42 per share annually. CVS's current dividend is 24% above their five-year average. And look at this PE, 8.2, single digit. You're paying $8.20 for every $1 of CVS's earnings. And again, that share price close to the 52-week low of $65, but low free cash flow payout ratio, even though it's expected to jump up to 29% next 12 months. Earnings per share is leveling off around $8.55. Free cash flow per share has been dropping, although sales growth was 10% the last 12 months. Shares outstanding were $1.31 billion in 2019, and they're at $1.31 billion now, although their sales are still going up and to the right. They look like they have pretty weak margins all around the board, operating margin only 4%, and their net debt 47%, so it's still below that 50% preference that Simply Safe likes to see for consumer retailers. And we go to alphaspread.com for CVS. Check this out. They have an intrinsic valuation of $170, which is about 59% undervalued on the base case. And on the worst case, $134. They're saying it's about 48% undervalued. Now, I gotta know, did you find this helpful? Was it too long? Did it bore the hell out of you? Did you listen on 1.5x to get through it fast and get to the picks? Let us know in the comments below what you think and if you would like to see more of this in the future. If you were helped, hit the subscribe button. And if you would like to have an introductory introduction to financial statements, I did a video in this floating little box next to my head. You can click it. And if you do that, I will tell you all about it there.